This is Canada HR News on April 17, 2023. I'm Elena Bobireva. In today's episode, we talk about the looming largest strike against a single employer in Canada's history. Rogers' move of overseas offices to Canada. Law law expansion. Compensation and benefit surveys of Canadian workers. And other topics. Stay with us to get the latest HR updates. More than 155,000 PSAC members across Treasury Board and Canada Revenue Agency are now in a legal strike position. According to the union, the members will begin strike action on April 19 if a deal cannot be reached by 9 p.m. Eastern Time on April 18. A strike by PSAC's federal public service workers would be the largest strike against a single employer in Canada's history. PSAC states that their priority remains to secure a fair contract for PSAC members that addresses decent wages that prevent workers from falling further behind, a more inclusive federal public service, remote work, and good secure jobs. CBC reports that the union's last public wage proposal was 4.5% for 2021, 22, and 23 while the Treasury Board last shared an offer to increase wages by 2.06% on average over four years. PSAC president told CBC News that working from home remains a fairly close top priority. Ottawa ordered workers back to the office two to three days a week by March 31st, but the union says that the plan proceeded without any consistent rules and without even the most basic supports for workers. Some members go into the workplace without a desk or a computer for them to work at, and they're getting back in their cars and driving home. Other union proposals include $1,500 annual bonus for employees who use an indigenous language at work. This is nearly double the 800 bilingual bonus paid to federal workers who speak French and English. The union is asking to grant employees who self-identify as indigenous and who have worked for the public service for three consecutive months, up to five days of paid leave to engage in traditional practices such as hunting, fishing, and harvesting. PSAC has asked for an annual allowance of $2,000 for case managers at Veterans Affairs Canada. A number of veterans interact with their case manager when they are in a crisis situation, further heightening the stakes and demands that the case manager employ their specialized skill under unpredictable, high-stress conditions. PSAC members have been without a contract since negotiations with the federal government began in June 2021. Last week, they voted in favor of taking a strike action. The membership of Unifor Local 4276 voted last week to ratify a new three-year contract with their employer, the Fairmont Empress Hotel in Victoria, British Columbia. The workers will receive higher pension and RRSP matching from the employer, an increase to gratuities, improved severance payments, enshrined paid sick days and stronger recall provisions. The union believes that this collective agreement will not only benefit workers at the Fairmont Empress, but will be used by Unifor as the benchmark for bargaining with the union's other hospitality groups and for organizing non-union hotel workers.
Unifor Local 4276 represents almost 450 workers in the housekeeping, culinary, groundskeeping, serving, guest relations, maintenance, and engineering departments. Later this year, Unifor members at the Fairmont Hotel Vancouver and the Coast Coal Harbor will be negotiating new contracts. Unifor is Canada's largest union in the private sector, representing 315,000 workers in every major area of the economy. Rogers Communications is relocating around 300 Shaw call center jobs based overseas to Canada. The positions will be located in BC, Alberta and Manitoba, contributing to Ottawa's requirement that Rogers create 3,000 new jobs in Western Canada as part of its $26 billion acquisition of Shaw Communications earlier this month. Rogers is also planning to hire 1,000 additional customer service representatives across the country. Rogers says all of its customer service positions have been based in Canada since 2020, making it the only national carrier committed to having its entire call center team located within the country. The company plans to transition all overseas shore jobs by the end of September, with the first of those call center positions in place by Canada Day. The Northwest Territories government says it spent $716,000 to address a cyber attack in November. The government says it signed two work orders under existing contracts to help with containment, investigation and response efforts. The territory says the cybersecurity threat was contained and remediated without the exposure of personal or private information. The territorial government has released few details citing confidentiality reasons. CBC reports that grocer Loblaw plans to spend $1.3 billion renovating 500 stores and opening 30 new ones this year, in an expansion plan that will include more fresh food offering at its Shoppers Drug Mart locations. The grocery giant has made similar expansion plans in each of the past two years, spending $1.2 billion and adding 50 stores in 2015, another billion last year to do the same, while focusing on upgrading existing locations. This year's expansion will include the continued rollout of click-and-collect e-commerce, improved health and wellness services, and the inclusion of fresh food at select shoppers' drug mart locations. Across all of its retail brands, the company currently has 2,400 locations across Canada. Loblaw says the expansion could add up to 10,000 retail, trade, and construction jobs to its existing workforce of about 200,000 employees. A new report by Mercer finds that home ownership provides millennials a significant advantage to retirement readiness, if they can afford it. Millennial workers who rent for their entire careers must save 50% more than homeowners in order to have a sufficient monthly income in retirement. This new analysis finds that to achieve a reasonable income in retirement, a millennial who rents for their entire career would need to save eight times their salary to retire at age 68. That same millennial, if they own their home, 
would only need to save 5.25 times their salary and be able to retire three years earlier at 65. Homeowners in retirement do not have to pay nearly as much for it. Home ownership gives retirees flexibility as they who downsize may be able to access a significant amount of money. Renters must pay rent every month of face eviction, whether they're 25 years old or 85 years old. The above analysis assumes that the millennial worker with a starting salary of $60,000 enjoys a total contribution of 10% of their salary per month to a savings plan. This is a level of savings that may be difficult to achieve for many young workers. But employer matching programs make it more possible. Employees participating in these plans have their savings power increased, making robust savings goals more achievable. of Canadian workers say they're not fairly paid in their current role, according to a new survey by Robert Half Canada. The survey, which polled more than 1,100 employees, found that while a higher salary is the number one reason employees are searching for a new job, workers also indicate they're looking for better perks and benefits and growth opportunities. This survey also found the majority of employees say they prioritize work-life balance, while nearly a third say they are unable to balance these priorities. More than a third of survey respondents say they do not feel adequately appreciated by their manager. However, as employees hold a range of opinions on recognition and awards, Robert Half cautions against a one-size-fits-all approach. Best leaders and employers tailor their recognition programs to different teams because that's ultimately what makes people feel special. Mental Health Week in Canada is from May 1st to 7th. This year's theme is My Story. Canadian Mental Health Association states that collectively and individually, we have multiple layers and stories that make us who we are. Each year, one in five Canadians experience a mental illness or mental health issue, and five in five of us have mental health. During the week, CMHA National will shine a spotlight on community-based mental health care champions, programs, and communities while showcasing the importance of securing universal mental health care. They encourage everyone to share their story by using hashtag MyStory and Mental Health Week to shine a light on personal journeys, programs offered, and how your community supports the mental health of others. Branded assets and toolkits will be available during the week to support storytelling. And this was Canada HR News on April 17, 2023. Please leave us a rating and a comment in Apple Podcasts. You can also find us in Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other platforms. For more information on the topics discussed today, see the episode description and connect with us on Twitter at CADHRNews or LinkedIn at Canada HR News Podcast.